Um, hello, and you're listening to the Zone of Hot Truth, a weekly podcast by four aspiring DMs where we talk about our experiences, opinions, and hot, hot takes in supposedly 15 minutes. I'm Kevin. I'm Eric. The best way to light a candle is with a match. The I'm, fuck does that mean? I, okay. Nothing. I, I'm John, and why are you lighting candles? I'm Play Grant, candles. and I'm... So- Oh, I'm Grant, and there, there's the OSR tie-in every, every, every week. Tin <laughs> candles ain't OSR. It is not. That's fair. Yeah. That's that five E. Uh, five E biased. Everything, everything that's not five E is. I have every episode my episode is just Watsy bad at the start. Every I have episode. my fence of what is good and what is bad. Five E is in oh, the fuck. fence of what is good, and everything outside the fence is bad. <laughs> Okay, so, um, <laughs> all right, we're actually going to rename this uh, podcast and make it long form and call it One Torch Deep. All right, so. Um, <laughs> that is good. <laughs> all right. Please so, see me in uh, my upcoming erotica, One yeah. Torch Deep. <laughs> yeah, that was not the direction I was going in, but we could totally do that. Uh, it's who gives a shit. We're fine. Like, we'll add two minutes on. We'll cut that in post. and put No, it in no, we won't. No, we won't. Never do. You can, Never you can, going uh, to. By the way, you can subscribe to our Patreon to find out uh, to, like some of our. No, we don't have Patreon. Like, we don't have Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, John has OnlyFans. It's different. All right, so let's go yeah. ahead and move to our topic um, and start dilly dallying. All right, so what we're going to be talking about today is uh, answering the question. John's making some strange noise, uh, noises and movements of his hands. Um, should you run a campaign that you have already played in? Right. So, just for example, right, if the, your your DM has finished a, a sweet Watsy book. And you want to run the same thing, right? Like, is that fine? So, what do we think? Just going around a horn? No. Oh, there it is. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine. He was covering his hands before he said that. <laughs> this is fine. I, I don't see why it wouldn't be. No. Is what I say. Okay, so who wants to... Who said yes? Who I said gone? yes, yes. Okay, why, why is it fine for you to run uh, a campaign that you've already played in? I, because... One, you have a good bench point of assuming assuming the DM's not obviously a player. The previous DM. Oh, of course, yeah, of that's course. Assumed. Assumed. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to say it rather than just assume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So we all run uh, different versions of the same campaign. We just cycle through. Yeah, we're, anyway. we're all running yeah. versus Strahd. It's just slightly different. I roll. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um. So. There's no reason why, like why you shouldn't. The there, it's fine to have, like have a starting point of where you you have a good familiar familiar familiarity with the material already, so it helps mm-hmm. like springboard you. You have an idea of stuff that you liked, stuff that you didn't like. You have like you have the opportunity. How often do you get the opportunity to see how something like is something good? Uh, like, uh, like, uh, spoilers for like early spoilers for Descent into Avernus. I know that as a player, I enjoyed not having Lulu, the plot elephant. So in my when I run Descent into Avernus, I will also not be including Lulu, the plot elephant. Next, Grant. And, Grant. Grant. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I just want to make sure your point was done. Yeah, and John, I, you can I also don't, pauses, yes. I don't also think I also think this isn't a problem. Running a game that you've already played in can really help to lower the barrier to entry, because we're all about trying to offer advice for new DMs or even current DMs. And 
if you're hesitant to give DMing a try, this could be a great way to, again, lower the barrier to entry, make it easier to, to jump into it, because you're familiar with the game, you're familiar with the story beats, and you can still make it your own, and no two parties are the same. So even if it's the same campaign, it's probably going to play out completely differently, because this is assumed, kind of, that this is some sort of published adventure. So you already know the plot beats one way or the other, and it's going to play out pretty similar, but there's still plenty of room to make it your own and for things to develop differently, and I just I don't see why it would be a problem. Yeah, the idea of like having, I think what I've described as like a play test before that is something that you usually don't get in an RPG, right? You don't like usually your stuff is hitting like you're you're slapping on a table. You have no idea if it's gonna work. Hopefully, maybe you've read a thread, but that's about it. Uh, who knows if it's actually gonna go through? So I think that's that's a, a, one of the important things to recognize uh, regarding this. Hey, thanks, um, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> anytime, um, Eric. So you said no, right? Yeah, I I feel like there's a a lot of pressure on you when you're running a game you've already seen to try and whether you mean to or not mm -hmm. to try and hit the same highs or the same as Grant described beats in a game you've played and you were like wow I really enjoyed X encounter I need to highlight it in the same way and it needs to and there, you're going to feel whether you know it or you don't you're going to feel like oh, if I could just replicate that moment for these people they'll enjoy it just as much as i did and i think that interesting yeah that, that constrains you a little bit it constrains you because then you're you're behind it's not as if you're sitting there and you're designing something it's unique to you you're you're, you're tone you're torn tonally in a way as far as what your own quirks are your own designs well you're still trying to incorporate the the best the best ofs of somebody else so this that's is, a good point this is gonna be the yeah. episode of like positive affirmation i like this already so i completely agree with the the concern of it's not going to live up to what i experienced like i'm going to use the the example of curse of strahd kevin is running curse of strahd for us there is right. no way if i ran curse of strahd that i could make again early spoilers for curse of strahd that I can make the hags what they were for for us. That's that's impossible. That's lightning in a bottle. But I think the important thing to recognize is that those are two different campaigns. Those are two different worlds. You can't catch lightning in a bottle. You have to... You can use that existing knowledge as a base of this is an opportunity for a cool thing, but... It doesn't have to be. It it can just be its own separate campaign. Every DM's different. Kevin, go. What else? Yeah. What I'll say regarding that is the um, we've all done this in a minor <coughs> COVID uh, form, which is the um, we've gone to a uh, a forum. We've seen an encounter, right? We've seen how it played out based upon maybe the summary that is there, and we try to replicate it on our own games, and sometimes it falls short right um of what we expect maybe it's still good for the players but you feel bad about that right um so i think i think the the, the weight of expectation is a little higher when it's a campaign being run by you know especially if you you played in it and you felt a certain sense of emotion and you're trying to put that emotion onto your group that you're running it for um is the thing i'll say to that grant looks like you have something to say 
I think that's a risk, though, even if you're running a completely original campaign. Because if, let's say, you're a first-time DM, uh, you played in Phandalin, so you don't want to run that. You pick up Dia, Straw, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're still probably going to look to online forums, you're going to read through blog posts, Reddit posts, to try to get some ideas, some suggestions. You might only just look at the book. But you run the you run the same risk potentially, even if you've never played of if you look anywhere else but the published book, you might see some oh, that's that's a really good description. You might read uh Eric right up in his blog about the encounter with the hags that we had, and you might be like, Oh, that's that's amazing. I want to try to re recreate that for my players when I run this for them. And it, it could still end up failing. It's a totally different risk though. It's a risk of replicating and, and I think Kevin bringing up looking up other encounters is a okay proxy for it, but it is totally different when you are the player because you are trying to not, it's not just true and capture what somebody else is saying worked well. It's something that you are, have experienced in your specific experience. You know, your players have to, when they fight this dragon, the dragon is going to trick them. And if the drag, no matter what they roll, you're trying to get that same juice you're trying to get that same emotion and when the roles when the rp when the strategies begin to divert you're going to your your basis for knowledge of that encounter is is going to be pressurizing uh and informing how you're responding to your players to try and guide them to try and yeah get this same thing to happen pigeonholing them right and that's very different than just running it straight from a book and saying wow that's really cool i hope my players like this so Still equally likely that they'll be able to separate themselves from that, though. People's emotions from their own experiences are a thousand times more salient than people's emotions when yeah. just reading a book and saying, neat. Like, um, if any of us have tried to, like, pull, like, something from a movie or book they've read that produced a particular feeling, this is kind of in that similar vein. Again, not as personal, I think, as Eric mentioned. And in a parallel note, so what I, I've said now... And the reason I say no, um, I, I think probably many of us here will disagree with, but it's, it's just because, for me at least, I'm trying to figure out how to word this properly, but the, the idea that, that once you know how the sausage is made, ah, right? Yes. It, yeah, it's this thing. It, it, it ruins not only the magic for, I think, the player, but also for the DM, because suddenly what you thought of doesn't seem as original. You don't know in the moment what is from the book and what is not, Right. Once you know it's from the book, you're like, oh, so that's how we did this, right? And that takes a certain thing out of it. And at least for, and, and that's the thing that has kind of made me hesitant to say yes for like, for, to anybody who wants to uh, pull up the book and, and run like Curse of Strahd, for example, right? Because then they'll see like, oh, here are the things, like, oh, here's what he did. Here's what he took out. And no matter what, you're going to pass judgment based upon what you see. You, it, is, it is a human thing to look at it and go, Ah, I like this. Ah, oh, I, I'm surprised he did it this way. You know, like those kinds of things. Totally. And like totally. just just knowing that's happening is is a problem for the DM, right? It's a problem for me personally. And I think that's also a problem for other people. Maybe not the people here, but that's what I'll mention. So the thing that I'll say about that is the things, again, it's back to my point of them being inherently different. Me, so, okay, we're going to use the example of Curse of Strahd. If I were to run Curse of Strahd and run things differently, that is not a statement of, ah, what Kevin did was incorrect. That's a bad way to think about it. Sure, yes. It, it, like, it, it is, that is, that would be me saying, 
I am a I am a different I am a different type of DM. I run a different game than you. I tend yes. more towards heroic action where yours you tended to focus way more on the like the gothic like macabre everything is bleak whereas I would not. That's not a judgment on you. That is just we are different people running different games in different styles. That's not a value judgment. Okay, so it's awesome that you think that. Trying to push that, like make somebody else think that is another is another thing. You're like, oh yeah, I don't think that. Like it's going to be impossible, I think, for many people to go to separate that no matter what. That could be the truth. Yes, it it but, is my and, truth. Yeah, sure. But again, what I'm trying to get at here is like the notion that as soon as you run it differently, even if you say that it's because it's different, right? There's a chance that like myself and others will think, oh man, yeah, this, that's better. Oh, he thinks this is bad, even if that's not the case. And this is just a, this. It's it's a it's a human problem. It's like it's a it's a it's a mental thing, right? And just inflicting that on somebody, I think, is is kind of uh, grounds for questioning. Right, if you have the chance of even doing that, questioning, yes, I, I, it, it, that's why when I had the thought of running it, I said, "Hey, when we're done with Strahd, would you be fine with it with me running?" Which is yes. why I asked. No, yeah, and I think that's an important thing that you should do things with permission. I think we've said that earlier, but I just wanted to highlight again. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And Grant? another point I think is important that no one's brought up yet: staying within the bounds of a specific edition. There are only so many pre-published adventures, and if you have a really active group with a lot of games running or that a, a high turnover of games, there's only so many games available for you to choose from to run, and you're only going to be interested in running a fraction of them, which is why I think it's okay to run a campaign that you've played in before, because you'll know you like it, you think it's interesting, your experience with it, and more importantly, it's one of X options you have depending on what point in the edition's life cycle you're in. When a new edition launches, there's only two, three, four adventures after the first year or two. And if you play two games, what, are you only allowed to ever have a choice between those two other games? Like, that's, I think you should be able to go back to games that have been run for okay. that reason. Uh, go back, go I, back I wanna, to other wanna, editions. Use other yeah, editions. So, Eric is 100% right. I just wanted to highlight the knowledge of, like, you, you only have this choice is, is, I think, the incorrect language for this, right? Based upon, like, people homebrew, and then there's, as Eric mentioned, that there are other things. So I think... I think maybe people think that, but I just wanted to highlight this. this I also uh, disagree with that because it's actual work of conversion. That's bad. One thing that John and I discussed with Descent into Avernus is he came to, in a similar vein of he was chatting with Kevin about Strahd, he talked to me about Avernus after I had run it. And I was totally okay with with it happening. I still am. And him and I have had a lot of really good conversations on him prepping and him him mulling over Mm -hmm. and... That, that's totally that, that worked out really well yeah um we are going we to end up co- running very different campaigns very different we had a lot of conversations at the beginning of it regarding hey is this cool hey um this is the amount of i'm cool discussing this or up front i'm telling him i really hate the avernus part and being able to be able to say look i can help i can talk you through a lot of Baldur's gate and i'm happy to share my thoughts on it but that is me going behind the screen and if if you are interested in doing that, I think Paramount should be talk to the DM, let them know your intentions, and going and feeling comfortable at least on some sense of if they say no, to not do it. I mean, 
don't ask just for the point of asking ask for ask out of sincerity yeah. uh grant make it quick and then we'll go into final thoughts i uh john said it but he kind of got cut out there saying like oh you can just go back to other editions or homebrew that's true but it takes work because you have to can you have to take adventures written and designed to function in another module and do reworking to get it to work in 5e or it's an older edition so there's no online easy to import modules already made for roll 20 or foundry so it does take extra work to do that people might not have no. and just something i wanted to mention like other systems you can use but it is a it's another barrier to entry some amount of work has to be done to convert it okay some, some amount of work that. has to be done for wasi modules it's totally shush, different shut up we're going into final thoughts okay so um just in a in a tweet or less go ahead and give your your uh, final thoughts on this matter i don't think you should run a module you've played in you're going to bring your own experiences and and Mighties. feel a little bit of pressure on to try to try and replicate that light that lightning in a bottle that exact experience and you should be aware of that have a, if you really still want to have a conversation with your dm i uh, you i think you can of course like eric has said like we have said before talk to your dm about it you may make assumptions always clear it with the dm first understand that you are running a different campaign don't try to replicate it make it your own i think it's okay to do and one of the main reasons is because I think it can help lower the barrier to entry for new DMs or DMs that are less experienced because you'll be familiar with it and it can really make it a lot less intimidating because you have an idea of how it will function, which is why I ultimately think it's good. Okay, so I think I am the uh, hyper mental health advocate of the group. So I think there are a couple things here in my final thoughts I want to touch on. One, um, even if the DM says yes, okay, sure really monitor the reactions of things i would maybe be careful about how you bounce things back and forth because they could be saying okay and they'd be like oh yeah that's awesome and like deep down they could be like feeling like crap you know um about that but they're so nice that they they're gonna be they're like yeah i want to support you right so they're altruistic in that way and i forgot the second thing so i'm sure i'll put that somewhere else so um <laughs> um the last thing i want to leave you with here is uh you can go ahead and uh reach us at zone of hot truth um on twitter if you could leave us a review on on itunes and a rating that would be fantastic for just uh gaining so, us some uh, visibility and we'd love to hear what your questions and thoughts on the different topics we have are and once more thank you for listening and keep rolling those dice